Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today our guest is Dr. Katie Barato. She is a veterinarian at the Garrison Animal Hospital and, of course, working with Wild and Free. Katie, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you. It's good to be here again. Yeah, we haven't uh, talked with our friends from Wild and Free for a while. Uh, bring us up to speed. What's going on? you got a lot of new stuff, I understand. We do. Uh there were a lot of unfortunate and bad things that came in the last two years with COVID, but mm-hmm. I will say, with people getting outdoors more, our animal numbers massively went up. Oh. Really? This year, we're uh, around 900 that we've intake. Oh, my God. Wow. So last year was 1,100, I think, right around there. Whoa. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. The good thing is that we have such a strong volunteer base to help us uh, take care of all those animals mm-hmm. that it, it all came out wonderfully. But it was good to know there's more and more people getting out in our in our Minnesota wildlife and environment. Yeah. And yeah, and yeah. looking out for the animals that are out there and that are injured. Exactly, because or most, most of what we get in has been impacted by humans in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A dog, a cat, a hit by car power lines something like that so mm. yeah and and we should explain uh, before because we haven't had uh, you guys in for a while from wild and free uh, just remind our listeners what you do yeah we are a nonprofit organization so we take in all native wildlife orphaned injured and do what we can to get them back into their natural environment so we do not keep these animals uh, they're not pets and if they can't be released we do unfortunately have to humanely euthanize some if we can place them in a zoo that's awesome i have a snowy owl i'm working on right now oh really oh. avian flu has complicated matters for me but oh. it's gonna happen mm-hmm. uh, yeah and do you yeah. work with the raptor center too when it comes to some of the animals yes yeah, so the raptor birds? center is they're a separate mm-hmm. nonprofit. um now that we have our hundred we have a hundred foot raptor flight pen yep. which wow. is awesome yeah. i know i don't have to chase things around fields anymore <laughs> i get less exercise but that's picture okay. if you will <laughs> uh, but the raptor center has amazing surgical facilities so oh. when there's cases that i can't handle surgically mm-hmm. we send a lot of uh, the bald eagles down there wow Th- they do an amazing job yeah. interesting uh, and in addition to uh the raptor center i know you work closely with the dnr too we do we are permitted separately through DNR and U.S. Fish and Wildlife, so mm. state and federal uh, permits. And the DNR COs uh, do an amazing job, but those guys are, and girls are so busy, but as often as they can, they are calling us, I've got this, I've got this, I found this, right. can you fix this, can mm-hmm. I meet you somewhere? They do a really good job, and we would not get anywhere with our black bear work without them. I was going to say, it seems black bear and deer this time of year. Is that kind of what we get focusing on? (laughs) We do. Most of the raptors have migrated by Mm -hmm. now. Uh, There are still a few bigger ones going, so if you can get up to Hawk Ridge in Duluth, pretty awesome. We were there last weekend. Unbelievable. It's cool. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of black bear activity, and deer hunting is starting, and and the rut is is happening. So we do get a lot of phone calls on white-tail deer Mm -hmm. um, and black bear. We currently have 10 black bears in our uh, two bear enclosures. Wow. These so. big bears, cubs, combination thereof? <laughs> These actually right now are all cubs that came in this spring. Oh, so okay. anywhere from 5 to 20 pounds when they were admitted. Cool. And we feed them through the summer, mm-hmm. thanks to our wonderful volunteers and their fancy camouflage outfits. <laughs> That's right. It, yeah. 
and they eat a lot of food, so there's a lot of heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. But we get to right around Halloween, and that's when we start taking their food away, okay. just like in the natural environment yep. sure. when they would get ready to hibernate. And so they oh. will hibernate on your uh, facilities? They have nice little dens that they can hibernate in, and we oh. give them, you know, there's 10 bears in there. We give them three dens. Guess how many they all sleep in? One. One. Oh, wow. <laughs> They're all squashed in there. Oh, my. Nice and warm. Yeah. yeah. Got to let them do what they're going to do. Yeah. yeah, that's their choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they want to be around that many of each other. <laughs> and is the DNR doing a study on these bears then, too? They are. It's it, This is a cool one. So they're very interested in being able to sample hair from the bears because it's an easy sample to collect during hibernation. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't hurt the bear in any way, right? So they have us... Thanks to our second bear pen. Woohoo! Thank you to everyone who donated. Um, we were able to split these 10 bears into two groups of five. Okay. And each pen is getting fed a different diet. Oh. So this has been going on for a couple months. We'll get them to hibernate. And then next spring, when the DNR bear guys come, uh, they sedate, measure, take all these um, numbers, and they're going to collect hair samples and see if they can tell from the hair what they had been eating. Really? So that they can sample the ones in the wild and go, okay, you guys are eating acorns in this area. You're eating berries Berries, in this area. You're eating donuts and frosting in this area. (laughs) (laughs) Which is not that far from the truth sometimes. Sometimes it's not. Now, I know in the past, we kind of talked about this a little before we went on air. In the past, you guys have looked for apples and acorns and that kind of stuff uh, for the season to help feed. But in this case, because of this study, you're not needing it, right? We're not needing them right now. We had had been asking earlier mm-hmm. we got so many acorns we have because one of the pens is eating acorns oh okay there's enough acorns for like 400 bears to eat in there i think okay so, so we're good on the acorns we're good right now we will put the call out on facebook for sure if okay if we need more um and same with dog food dog food donations yep. have been greatly appreciated but we are pretty full up right now okay okay uh, let's do a quick animal count so you've mentioned you have 10 bears what else uh, is uh Currently residing. And the yes. owl, right? The, the snowy owl mm-hmm. is hanging out. Uh, this time of year, thank goodness, things have slowed down finally. Uh, we have two squirrels left who were late, late-born late babies mm-hmm. and a baby cardinal that has barely fledged. Really? Yeah. We don't know where he came from, but he is so cute. It's so late in the year for that, yeah. isn't it? It is. So yeah. A mystery bird. Luckily, he's one... We won't have to ship south. Mm-hmm. When he's big enough, we can let him go in the wintertime. Because oh, okay. some of them do stay. Sure. So, sure. Uh, oh. uh, we have one eagle and okay. one, uh, I believe it's a barred owl over there recovering from a concussion. Really? Hmm. And what are we finding these animals abandoned? Are they being hit, like you said, human interaction or being hit by vehicles? What, what are you finding? In the spring... Most of them are babies. Mm-hmm. That's when all the babies... Baby season is when They're our volunteers running. go from zero to 60 in like <laughs> two days. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Um, this time of year, it's either babies that lost their mom mm-hmm. and haven't been doing well, or it's an it's an injury. We do see a lot of waterfowl this time of year as well that, say, a swan that's been injured all summer. Well, they do okay. Mm-hmm. But once the lakes freeze over, yeah. Yeah. this is when we start getting the those guys okay. in. Yeah. And I will say one more time... Do not go on the thin ice to save one of those things. Call okay. the DNR. Those guys will help. 
Yeah. Okay, that's good. It's not safe. Good advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kitty, you've referenced uh, volunteers here a number of times. Uh, Wild and Free really depends on volunteers, don't they? We do. We are a volunteer-based organization. Uh, we actually... We have a paid employee now. Yay. It's very exciting, <laughs> but, but it's one. <laughs> so all of our cleaning, maintenance, uh, feeding of animals, everything, fundraising is done by volunteers. We have a really strong volunteer base, but we are always looking for more, especially people interested in doing uh, some of the fundraising events and board members. Mm-hmm. Getting okay. a, a good you know, a board member who's excited about things and wants to do stuff is irreplaceable. Anyone with a nonprofit knows that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in addition, I know you offer memberships, if you will, uh, don't you, to uh, the general public? Yes. Yeah, so all of our funding comes through memberships, donations, um, and fundraising. We get none of the state funding. So on your tax return, when it says, you know, donate for wildlife, you should. That's great. That goes to some of these DNR studies and, oh, and some okay. of that stuff. We don't get any of that. Okay. So we do an annual membership drive in December. Um, if you're already a member, that will come in your newsletter. If not, you can check out our website, which is wildandfree.org. All written out, A-N-D. The whole shebang. Okay. It's very long. Yep. <laughs> don't type other things in. Yeah. <laughs> um, or Facebook. I, yes. I don't Facebook, but if you do Wild and Free Garrison, I believe it, mm-hmm. pops up. Um, and we'll have all that information on there. There's a variety of, of membership amounts. You get your newsletter quarterly, um, and that money goes straight to the animals. Yeah. If you're looking to uh, unload some money for tax purposes mm-hmm. in December, we are always happy for that, too. And you can certainly tag that for, you know, I want this to go towards a new pen. I want this to go for oh, yeah. food. We do, we do keep track of that. That's cool. And are you, is there a certain project you're looking at right now? Well, we just finished... I mean, yeah. crazy projects in the last three to four years. Mm-hmm. We built our 100-foot flight pen, added our second acre-and-a-quarter bear pen, and yep. a, a double large mammal pen, so like for bobcats and coyotes wow. and that kind of stuff. I know, super cool. I have a cool job. You do. <laughs> yeah. But um, I am hoping in the next few years we can start working on, we need a waterfowl pen, so something that includes um, a deep enough natural pond or lake that these birds can recover on the water. Loons are specifically difficult to deal with in captivity. Yeah, they have to be on the water, don't they? Loons, herons, and uh, the trumpeter swans. We can do these things. It just will be better for them and easier for us Mm -hmm. if we have something like that. It will be challenging to to make, but we're starting to work on some plans. Yeah, Uh, The fence guys are cursing my name. (laughs) <laughs> asking them to put things across a lake but uh you could do it guys we it can happen yeah yeah well just Very to to get them back to their natural habitat you got to kind of keep them in that natural scene yeah so. we just can't you know yeah. keep them in captivity for two to four weeks and then toss them back out they have to be reconditioned mm-hmm. it's just like breaking Anything. your ankle and getting back to playing basketball you have to work up to it so yep. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I know a lot of volunteers talk about, boy, I'd love to be able to help feed animals. and the, But there is training involved yeah. if you want to take that step, isn't there? There is, yeah. We we don't just give you a dead mouse and throw yeah. you into the eagle pen yeah. with it. <laughs> I mean, well, that would be funny to videotape. <laughs> it, it, trial by fire. Right. But, no, we do, we do pretty significant training. Every spring we have an annual training for new volunteers just mm-hmm. to learn kind of the basics of what you think you'll be doing. I will say probably 
of the people that show up, half actually end up feeding. The other half of them go, oh my goodness, this is not what I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to come once a week and clean or I'm I'm going to sell t-shirts yeah, <laughs> or you yeah. know something like that. But you need all of that. We need all of it. And everybody has their spot. Um, I have two people now who are writing newsletter articles for us. Mm-hmm. That's all they do. But yeah. they're awesome at it. And and we need somebody to do mm-hmm. do that work. So the feeding is... Uh, it's part of it. It's part of it, yeah. for yeah. sure. There's a lot of babies to take care of. But yeah. we teach you how to do everything. Now, you mentioned cleaning. I know a lot of folks um, you've in the past have asked for, you know, if you want to make a donation of cleaning supplies, paper towels and that kind of thing, and even stamps for mailing. Is that still a need? Yes. And if you check out website, Facebook, or our newsletter, mm-hmm. I believe, there should be a wish, wish list, list on there. Yep. Those are the things that never leave it. Okay. We always need cleaning supplies. I'm sure. There's I'm a sure. lot of poop that happens. There's poop. But uh, the... We are also have an Amazon wish list. Oh, yeah. Oh, and okay. the, my mom actually just, good job, mom, sent me her little <laughs> Amazon smile thing. You can choose a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And if you, I think it's if you have Prime, it, yeah. they get money when you order things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had like $111 or something that went to Wild and Free just from her ordering other things on wow. Amazon. And that that's really cool. And it's something you don't have to think about. Mm-hmm. And that's a big difference for us. I mean, that would... Buy a whole order of mice. Yeah. Right? Okay. Good to know. I think donuts, she thinks mice. I mean, I guess that's <laughs> But that's awesome. So, and again, your face, I know your Facebook page is amazing. It's got a lot of information and great photos, too, when you do animal releases and that kind of thing. We try to get all of, as many of our releases on there as we can. Mm-hmm. Some of them are yeah. less impressive than others. Squirrel releases aren't, you know, super exciting. <laughs> But when we Run! Can, uh, when we can get uh, you know a group of people out there to watch an eagle be released, oh. and you get Jim Lee taking pictures, mm-hmm. he's yeah. one of our longest time volunteers, and he and his wife Becky do so much for us, and he takes awesome photos. Yeah. He's, many of his photos have made the paper just grand, yeah. amazing. They're photos. beautiful. I was yeah. at a hawk release once at one of your fundraisers, and it was amazing just to see mm-hmm. that. So it's very satisfying to watch them fly away, it and is. for someone to who's never handled one of these animals to get to hold one and, and let it go is it's really cool and yeah. i saw a little it was a sow, some sour owl sour owl the so, tiny yes, ones the little ones but their eyes oh and then when they go flying free you're just like you get the goosebumps it's amazing something neat to see it's worth it for everyone yeah. yep yeah all right uh any other needs that uh, we should know about at this point or any fundraisers coming up we have just finished our last two big ones of the year. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Rutgers. We were at Oktoberfest and did amazing. Good. Um, and Ripple River Gallery over by Rutgers. Mm-hmm. They, we did uh, four releases that day there. Wow. So three, three Broadwing Hawks and an owl. And and the owl was not super impressed for a while, <laughs> but he, he flew away eventually. <laughs> like, I'll leave soon. <laughs> so yeah, our our events have for the most part slowed for the year okay um but we will we will hit it hard next spring with our garage sale yes our annual garage sale on yep. uh fishing opener so all the wives can come yay yeah. <laughs> and of course as you uh look ahead to spring too that's always like you say a very busy time of the year isn't it's it it's very very busy we do not sleep a lot in the spring mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what winter's for <laughs> right you hibernate like the bears we kind of do okay all right <laughs> Well, uh, it's a great organization. You do yep. so many good things and get these animals back into the wild, and it's really cool. And, again, if anybody would like to find out more about volunteering, please go to wildandfree.org. 
They're all written out, wildandfree.org. Yep. Katie, anything else we should mention? No, we just appreciate what you guys do getting the word out, so thank you. Thank Our you. pleasure. Thank yeah. you. Katie Barato is the veterinarian with the Garrison Animal Hospital, and also she is with Wild and Free. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs are available to listen to on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.